from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. Taking stock of Henrico's CARES Act funds and how a diversion program has helped Henrico jails become less crowded. We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute. It's Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. It's brought to you today by Henrico County's COVID-19 Municipal Utility Relief Program. And now for the news. Henrico reported its lowest number of new COVID-19 cases in four days yesterday, but the total of 233 still was its fifth highest single-day count during the pandemic. The county also reported three new deaths and three new hospitalizations related to the virus yesterday. On average, during the past seven days, 237 new people each day have been confirmed to have the virus in Henrico. Virginia Department of Health data shows that PCR and rapid testing encounters in the county continue to hover around a 2,500 per day mark during the most recent week on record, January 9th to 15th. During that same week, the county's seven-day positivity percentage among PCR tests dropped to 11.2%, continuing to trend downward from its post-April peak of 15.4% on January 6th. The rate among rapid tests during the same time frame fell to 8.9%, but neither rate yet reflects the positive tests from the past four days during which the county's case counts have exploded to record highs. A total of 1,165 positive test results have been reported since Saturday. Those numbers may push the positivity percentages higher again in the coming days unless the total number of tests given during those days also was significantly higher than normal. Since the start of the pandemic, Henrico County has received more than $83 million in federal CARES Act funds. Now, almost $58 million of that came directly to the county's general government after the pandemic began. Henrico and Manassas were the only two localities in the state to have spent all their money by June 30th, the end of last fiscal year. That's how localities had been directed to spend their money, but when most failed to meet that deadline. The deadline was later extended. During Saturday's Board of Supervisors retreat at Richmond Raceway, Henrico Finance Director Megan Coates told the Board of Supervisors that more money should be on the way soon. There's a billion dollars for education that the state of Virginia will be receiving. She expects a portion of that will remain with the state, but said, quote, a pretty substantial amount of money, end quote, should be coming to Henrico Public Schools. Incoming President Joe Biden, who is inaugurated later today, has proposed $130 billion for K-12 education, a portion of which also will make it to the county. Also at their retreat on Friday, supervisors learned more about the jail diversion efforts that were implemented last year by new Sheriff Elisa Gregory. In total, during 2020, nearly 2,200 people were diverted from Henrico jails, leaving the jails with a population of just 1,205 total at the end of the year. That's between Jail West and Jail East in New Kent. Sheriff's Office Diversion Director and Programs Coordinator Sarah Hartman told the board that jail staff members realized that the jail population was out of control, which is what prompted the diversion efforts. By the end of the year, only 20% of those who had been diverted from 
jail into other programs were reoffenders in the system, and only 18% of those who were reoffenders had committed felony offenses. The rest were booked for misdemeanor crimes. Harmon also told the board that there are 323 state inmates currently being housed in Henrico jails who should be in state facilities, but are not because the state has no room. The state reimburses the county $4 per inmate per day to hold them, but it costs Henrico more than $80 per inmate per day, according to Harmon, to take care of them. Two constitutional amendments that would limit executive power and give the General Assembly more authority during states of emergency were heard by a House of Delegates subcommittee Monday. The Privileges and Elections Constitutional Amendments subcommittee held a voice vote to pass by the amendments for two weeks. The committee will vote on all constitutional amendments heard this session on February 1st. Now, the measure was filed by Delegate Tony Wilt, a Republican from Harrisonburg. It would require a governor to get approval from the General Assembly in order to issue a state of emergency that restricts the operations of private businesses, nonprofits, or people for more than 45 days. Another amendment heard Monday filed by Delegate Michael Webert, a Republican of Marshall, would require the governor to convene a special session whenever declaring a state of emergency for longer than 90 days or extending one for 90 days in aggregate. Wilt said 34 other states have some, quote, pretty significant restrictions and oversight on what their governors can do in the way of emergency declarations, and I think that Virginia should certainly join that number, end quote. You can read more about this issue on HenricoCitizen.com right now by clicking under News and then Government. The Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles is now offering service options that are designed to be a little more convenient for customers during the COVID pandemic. The changes are the result of language included in the budget signed by Governor Ralph Northam back in November. They include easier ways for juveniles to get their licenses, as well as for Class B driver training schools and computer-based driver education providers to administer end-of-course driver's education tests online. They also provide aid for customers moving out of state by extending to 90 days the grace period during which someone has to transfer credentials to a new state. And they ensure any customer who had a prior driver's license revocation for a non-motor vehicle-related, drug-related offense is able to petition a court for restricted driving privileges. You can learn more on our website, HenricoCitizen.com, by clicking on News and then Transportation. U.S. Congressman Donald McEachin, whose 4th District includes the eastern half of Henrico County, yesterday announced his second annual Black History Month essay contest for middle and high school students, grades 6 through 12, who live in the district. Students may enter by writing about a current leader or activist they believe will become an important figure in black history. Middle school essays should be between 350 and 500 words in length, and high school essays should be between 500 and 750 words. Students should send them along with their full names, address, school name, and grade level to va04.projects at mail.house.gov no later than February 15th. And winners will be notified individually and announced on McEachin's social media pages next month. Today's Henrico News Minute is brought to you by Henrico County's COVID-19 Municipal Utility Relief Program. The program provides assistance for delinquent bills 
Between March 1st and December 30th of last year, you can visit Henrico.us to learn more and to apply by January 22nd.